Welcome to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast, where we explore the exciting science behind heart rate variability. The material discussed in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. Please check with your medical provider to make sure any suggestions or strategies are right for you. Visit us at the OptimalHRV.com website to learn more about the Optimal HRV app, download a free copy of Matt's book, Heart Rate Variability, and also get show notes and additional resources around heart rate variability and its applications. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Heart Rate Variability Podcast. Jeff Summers here along with my distinguished colleagues, Dr. Dave Hopper and uh, Matt, Mr. Matt Bennett. Gentlemen, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. That's right. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's snowing in Denver, 70 degrees two days ago, and now we're getting snow. You got to love Spring. the middle of March. Yeah. Exactly. But at least <laughs> the St. Patrick's Day uh, parade and festivities were back last week for the first time since the pandemic hit. So uh, I don't know, you know, good thing or bad thing, at least things are starting to feel a little bit more normal. Yes. Yes. It's great. That's it. So, um, you know, we, we, we're working on kind of a, a big project. Uh, that we will talk more about here in, in future uh, future podcasts. But, um, you know, as, as part of that, gentlemen, we, we discuss uh, supplements and HRV and the correlation between the two. And so, you know, figured it would be a, a good thing to discuss. I know a lot of folks that, that listen are, are taking supplements in some way, shape or form, um, you know, varying from multivitamins to, you know, much more, um, you know, much more pointed supplements for specific things that they might be into. Um, so I think a lot of people are interested in, in how is that affecting their HRV and what kinds of things can they do to utilize supplements to improve HRV, make sure that supplements they're taking doesn't decrease HRV and you know, really start to tie those two together. So that is the, the topic for discussion today. You two are much more as usual, um, much more experts on this topic than I am, but looking forward to the discussion. So Matt, I'll awesome. let you jump in to, uh, to get started. You know, Jeff, and I, I just realized as we were getting this call, this is our uh, one-year anniversary with Dave as part of our team. Uh, All we, right. Uh, I, I remember go. being over at your house during March Madness. There was like a double right. overtime game going on. And yeah, I was paying most of the attention to our call with Dave, but I had <laughs> I had the March Madness in the background. And uh, yeah, it's it's great, uh, Dave, to to call you both a partner in this venture and, and a friend. And I'm looking forward to meeting you at a conference in person after this year uh, for the first time as well. So I just want to celebrate our our, our sort of one year anniversary with Dr. Dave. Uh, good good memory, Matt. I, I can't believe it's been a year. Well, you 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 didn't let us start drinking margaritas before the call, so so you set some boundaries. So that's probably why I remember uh, <laughs> Jeff's famous uh, HRV killer margaritas. So that's yeah. that's right, exactly. It's a, a global HRV killer, indeed. And uh, and <laughs> and what a fun and crazy year it has been. We've yeah. uh, we've accomplished quite a bit. So absolutely, uh, yes. absolutely, pretty amazing. Uh, I couldn't have done uh, done it without you, man. That's for yeah. sure. Great, great, great year. So we got this big project, which is going to remain a little secretive uh, until probably our next episode. But one of the things Dave and I did uh, as part of this was really take a, uh, for me at least, a deeper look at supplements. Um, 
you know, I, I think if you listen to the podcast, you know that I eat a plant-based diet and I know I don't get every, I can't get kind of everything I need from food. So, so supplements have been one way that I've uh, looked at improving my wellness. Um, and just something I've been fascinated with over time. I, I think even though um, I think we'll talk about, because uh, I know Dave and I both agree on this, is that, hey, whatever you can get from food is best uh, for, for reasons we'll probably get into. But, but supplements are, are an interesting thing. And uh, Dave, I think some of the, the, my most enjoyable conversations uh, with this project was us going back and forth on this topic. And we kind of came to this and it's not scientific. And I, I, I'll just throw out here that what you hear on this podcast is conclusions we've come through. Um, as we'll talk about, this is a tricky area. Um, and so uh, there's multiple examples um, and going through this process, I've actually eliminated one of the one supplement uh, from my regimen um, because the research on this is all over the place. Uh, we kind of came across uh, page one of Google. What, what is that telling us? Because there's things, I've actually seen whole documentaries. We, went, we did this thing on like vitamin C, for example. And I, I saw some documentaries about this doctor who, uh, you know, had to go practice in Mexico, which probably should have been maybe a trigger that just recommended huge amounts of vitamin C, like 10,000 times, right? You know, and then, you know, but it all was positive. And then, you know, so you Google that and then there's this argument against it. And so we, we, we were like, okay, what does page one of Google say? And then what do the research journal articles say? Because you can't always trust Google results to, to give you scientific information. And now you know, you're the saying the internet is, isn't always <laughs> correct. I, this is the first I've heard of that. It doesn't, but at the same, the, the interesting thing about this is you, we were looking for counter arguments. So, so in some ways, one, we based uh, the, the findings that made it into the, the final version of this product based on the journal review articles. And, and I'll, I'll kind of give it away. There's not a ton out there on heart rate variability and supplements. Uh, we'll talk about the science that we did find, but but the incredible controversy of this, there, there's, you know, and Dave, I, I like to, this is one we talked about and I think it's fairly uh, a safer one. So um, I, I uh, coconut oil is, is a great example. And I know coconut oil, is it a supplement? Is it not? But But it's something that uh, a few years back, you saw all this amazing stuff like coconut oil is going to make you live forever. And these folks that eat coconut oil live these long lives, this, that, and the other. And so I started putting coconut in my, my shake in the morning, gained about 10 pounds, and then re-googled it and saw, well, maybe not. There, there's then the counter argument against why that might not be why these people are living these long lives and this, that, and the other. And so there's this really back and forth on this. And, and Dave, I, I want to kind of kind of ask you a question that I know we kind of went back and forth is, I don't have to think a ton about supplements in my work as a mental health professional. Um, I obviously think about it from a wellness perspective. Um, I think I can make an argument that there's certain, sub, well, a certain supplement at least, maybe a couple that I think we probably should get people on if we're doing psychotropic medications with folks because there are no side effects, some benefits. But I know you're much more in the wellness space uh, than, than either Jeff or I are. So 
when you recommend things to people and recommend might even be a too strong word, but when you're talking to your, your patients about this, I, I just kind of wonder how you approach this area of science that seems to have these amazingly big swings back and forth as far as the research is concerned. Um, so that's a great question. And, um, and indeed, it is very frustrating when you can find great arguments for and great arguments against. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to supplements too, um, especially, uh, you know, you, you have so many questions about the research that was done. Well, mm -hmm. what supplement did they use exactly, right? Because yeah. vitamin C from XYZ company might be totally different than vitamin C from this company, even though they're both labeled vitamin C. What yeah. other fillers are in there? Um, you know, what, uh, you know, what, is it a capsule? Is it a, you know, is it a tablet? What are we talking about? Because all of those things do have an effect. Um, so there's a lot that can be extracted from, from the research. And even, you know, uh, as most things are with supplements is more anecdotal evidence um, than it is hard research. And that's a lot what we see on, you know, on, on Google, like you were saying, the page one results. Mm -hmm. um, so there are, there are so many question marks around supplements. Uh, so, so it is challenging. Um, that's where I always, whenever I make a recommendation, um, I always say, but you have to use this brand or, but <laughs> here's, here's the safe ones. Um, because there, there unfortunately is, uh, is a lot of garbage, uh, quite mm. frankly, on the market. Um, can you talk about how that garbage, why there's so much garbage in the market that markets <laughs> itself, like it's going to extend your life by 28 <laughs> years and make you happy and your marriage is going to be awesome. And, you know, can, can you talk, because I found that was something interesting in our back and forth as well. I, it, yes, absolutely. Um, so, it, you know, to, uh, to finish that last, I just want to say, you know, with, with, uh, you know, what I'm finding for, for patients, um, we just look at, well, what, what might be a possible deficiency for them mm -hmm. and how can we supplement that? And as you mentioned, uh, we're always, always looking for a natural food source of, of whatever it may be first, because that's going to be most absorbable, most available to your body. Um, then we can look at supplements. Um, that's, uh, that's always the approach um, in whatever way that we can. And, uh, you know, yourself being plant-based, as you know, um, you have to get quite creative with supplements, mm. uh, to, to make everything work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so about the quality of supplements, um, that is, uh, that is an issue of, uh, of our government. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, I think that's so, right, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it is the FDA, um, the Food and Drug Administration, uh, will not um, approve anything in the supplement space, um, and it's uh, you know the, the reasons being said are are various. You know, one you can look at it as oh my gosh, there's just way too many of these things coming out every day, um, and uh, and then another is that they uh, they also claim that no natural product is capable of healing any diseases. Um, so we can't, uh, you know, so they're not going to take the time to, uh, to license anything that we're, um, you know, that you're going to see on a pill. But if you look at any of your supplements in your cabinet, they all have that statement on there. None of, you know, none of these statements have been approved by the FDA. Mm -hmm. um, and that also means that there's no regulation uh, by the FDA. <laughs> so, uh, so that means that, and there is, you know, Jeff, Matt, if you guys wanted 
you could start a supplement company today. You can find a compounding place uh, that would have, you know, some, if you wanted to make, you know, uh, Matt's magic mixture, uh, <laughs> you be can careful, Dave. Be careful. Yeah. It doesn't take yeah. much for me to start a new business, my friend. That's, it. That's right. <laughs> but you could you could call up one of these compounding places, and they will literally mix together exactly what you tell them, and put it in a capsule. You know, press it into a tablet, whatever. And now Matt has a supplement out on the market. It's um, you know, it's kind of crazy how easy it is. Um, and when we talk about research and that, um. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact figures, but when they did a, uh, you know, a blinded test of just going to any random store and, um, you know, they picked like a, a major grocery store or whatever it was and, uh, and pulled supplements off the shelf and tested what was actually in the supplements. It was over 80%, I believe, that were, uh, were either way over, way under, or contained zero of what the label actually said. And like, how scary is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's flat out lie. That, uh, uh, right, I mean, that we're talking about 80% of the marketplace when it comes to supplements is totally missing the mark. Um, so it's, it's kind of scary, um, you know, and, and I like to think that that's not intentional. I like to think that there's a, an error somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, 80%. But, uh, <clears throat> right. uh, data would, would, would point otherwise, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, yes, it, yes, it would. Um, so, so that's, that's where it comes to finding supplement brands that you can trust, um, finding third-party testing, that type of stuff. Um, you know, so that you know that you are actually getting what you are paying for uh, and that you're not getting a bunch of filler, uh, that you're not getting, you know, if it says that there's, you know, 10,000 IUs in there, that there's only 1,000, you know, or something like that. Uh, so so the, the quality matters a lot. And, um, and we can definitely give a bit of a guide as, uh, as where to go for that. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be my next question. So um, is, <laughs> That, that those kinds of statistics and and the, that reality is is unfortunate to say the least uh, and i'm sure will raise a lot of eyebrows certainly did for me um so how, how do you how do you find a reputable brand that you know you can trust i mean what what process do you go through as as a chiropractor and, and somebody who's focused on your patient's wellness um to find something you can believe in and thus you know, recommend to other people when they they come to you for advice so there are high quality brands that hold themselves to a different standard. I um, mean, as I said, uh, you know, they, they will have third party testing done. Um, they will be, a lot of them are, are doctor only. So you need to be a physician to rep or to, uh, to recommend these supplements. So, um, so you guys couldn't just go out and buy these at the store. Um, unfortunately, there are some brands uh, like that where physicians have kind of found a roundabout to sell them on Amazon and, uh, and it's always a, well, it's technically illegal, but it's making the company a lot of money. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, but there are a lot of brands like that, that are physician only. Um, and those are going to be your highest quality brands. Uh, so first and foremost, you know, um, if I could say one thing, it's do not buy a supplement off the shelf at your local grocery store. Uh, do not buy a supplement uh, you know, even from some of these uh, specialty supplement stores, um, aren't so great. Um, if you go to, if you go to your physician 
um, you know, uh, and especially when we're talking about that, like a naturopathic doctor is going to have some of the highest quality stuff. Um, a chiropractor is going to have a, have very high quality supplements that they've done the hard work for. They've done all the vetting. They've assured that this is the best quality that you can get. Cause I've had many a times with patients and I'll say, oh, well, you know, have you tried curcumin, for example, um, to replace your ibuprofen? And, um, and they'll say, yeah, I tried it. It didn't really work, you know? And, uh, and I'll say, okay, well, where did you get it? They, oh, well, I got it uh, around here. Jewel Osco is a big, uh, a big store. Uh, you know, so I got it at Jewel, which is the grocery store. And, um, and I was like, okay, well, that's probably not the best. Uh, so why don't you try mine? Uh, try this. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. And then they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, that totally replaces my ibuprofen now because that curcumin actually did its job because there was actually curcumin in that supplement yeah. um, or quality absorbable curcumin. Imagine that. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, um, so is, so it's, is that a fair question? Um, and sorry to interrupt, uh, but, no, you know, fine. so, so as, you know, I'm thinking about myself, I mean, you know, and, and folks listening to this, I mean, is it a fair question when they're with their naturopath or with their chiropractor to ask, you know, how did you, how did you vet these supplements or, you know, what, why are you recommending this? You know, those kinds of things. Yeah. And can I, I add something to that question too, because this is a Dave, I'm sure you've seen this as well is I'll, I'll like pick up a lot of books on wellness and it's, Good, good information, but but these guys, and they've always been guys that, that have done this, then the last chapter is all about selling me their supplements because <laughs> there's no other supplement on the market that meets their rigorous. It's like, okay, now that I've read a half dozen of these, I can almost predict when that chapter is coming. So I just like to add that because I'm sure folks listening to this who are into their wellness it's like, okay, was this whole book to sell me your supplement brand? Uh, so like, yeah, I, I throw that out there as, as well uh, with that. Um, so Jeff, to your question first, uh, absolutely. Um, ask, your, ask your physician of any kind how they wound up choosing those supplements to carry at their place. Um, and for, you know, for the most part, you're going to find, hey, you know, um, you know, I learned at this conference, I you know, did a ton of research, you know, or, you know, this other doctor who I greatly respect recommended I do this, you know, this functional medicine doctor uses these. So I use these, you know, it's, um, it's always going to be something, something like that. Uh, so that should be the answer. It shouldn't be, well, I get an awesome kickback. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, you know, in, 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 the, in that world is a reality, right? Yeah. So that, there, there is some multi-level marketing uh, supplement companies obviously out there as well. Um, and some of them do have great quality supplements, mm -hmm. I do have to say. Um, you know, it's not, it's not impossible to find great quality supplements there. It's, you know, uh, but then you have to ask, what's the motivation? Um, you know, what's the motivation of, of your doctor or your healthcare professional putting you on these supplements? Um, is it so that they can make their cut or is it because you actually need it? Uh, and it may be a little bit of both, right? Um, but I always like to think that it's, it's more the latter. It's something that you actually need. So I'm going to provide this for you. Um, and, uh, and uh, Matt, I'm sorry, uh, can you uh, refresh me on? Uh... Oh, dude, just, I, I think you kind of hit it. The, the marketing uh, by oh. so-called wellness. And I, I really like, these books I've gotten a lot from. So, so I think they're, they're well-researched, but then it's just that final 
chapter just makes me and here's the used car i would like to sell you and i'm not saying <laughs> their supplements are bad it's just like how many people cannot find like did you read the other dude's book because they also like could do like i just think it's like supplements are so ripe for the pitch uh there's a tv doctor who i will not name i will just say i hope a state doesn't elect him to office uh, that's all i'll say uh, that has a tv show that i think is incredibly guilty of this and, and i've been caught in because I, I read some of his early books um it's also a dude um and you know was sort of impressed with him and so when i saw him supporting some of this i trusted his research and then I, there's been a couple times where Dr. So-and-so's miracle cure, and whenever miracle's in there, I, I now know to turn my mind off. But then I add it and then Google it later, it's actually can be damaging. So, so it's just like, there's just like this huge, I think, market potential to make money off supplements without any sort of oversight uh, or accountability to the harm you might be doing to folks and that just like really throws up red flags with me um for for some of these books and you know folks out there giving this advice with the financial interest in that advice right uh well so you know as you're saying absolutely there is, um there's the potential to make a ton of money in supplements mm -hmm. uh, because everybody is looking for that magic pill and and if you have horrible osteoarthritis, right? Uh, if, you, if, you, if you suffer from this day in, day out, and, and Dr. Matt says that he has the cure and Matt's Coconut magic mixture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you're going to read that. And, uh, and granted, most of these doctors who are doing things like that, they are very well researched. Yeah. Uh, their books are, are actually, you know, up until that point, yeah. very factual, a great, very good. Uh, you know, great education on what it is about. Um, and then that is going to be the question, you know, is, is that supplement of quality though? I don't know. Um, yeah. it, you know, and it's going to go back to the, to that general rule of, um, you know, is, uh, is this something that got third party tested? Is this something that was well vetted? Um, you know, can you trust this? Do you know other people? And especially when it's something like that, Matt, like you said, a, a book of some kind, um, check the better business bureau. Yeah. Um, uh, honestly, I've done that before for patients who are like, no, I swear. And like, you know, and I've seen the pamphlets that they've gotten and this yeah. and that. And then you go on and check the better business bureau and they got all sorts of complaints. Uh, and you're like, ah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not a supplement that we want to stick with. Um, yeah. so, you know, it's a, it's always just uh, vet it in whatever ways, uh, in whatever ways that you can. Um, and as well, Another big thing that we should touch on with supplements uh, and in everything for that matter is the placebo effect. Because mm -hmm. uh, like you said, uh, you know, you could have somebody taking a supplement from Dr. XYZ. You could have somebody taking the supplement off the shelf at a grocery store that contains zero of what, uh, of what is in it. And they're doing awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and oh my gosh, I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. You know, I feel like I'm 18 again. Yeah. Uh, and it has nothing of quality in there. Right. That's totally possible too, because the placebo effect is the most reliable effect that we have. 
Yeah. Um, it, that's Mind true. Mind over not matters, for, baby. Uh, what's that? Mind over matter. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it is, it is 100% the truth because we are, because when, when you're taking something and you want that to work, it's going to. And even when you talk about pharmaceuticals, um, which we actual drugs here, still the placebo effect beats those every yeah. single time. Yeah. Um, and there are, I think this is so cool because I had this idea, um, oh, geez, probably five, five or so years ago to make, um, to make placebo pills and just, you know, I like, here's your placebo pain pills. Uh, and there's already a company actually doing that, um, <laughs> that sells nothing pills, but they're placebo and it says they're placebo on there, but look on Amazon. It has great reviews like you know i which is so cool it's like, i wish i, I wish there was a line in my medical disclosure to say give me placebos just don't tell me like exactly. there, there is That's that right. there is that mental part to it which is what placebos are it's like the dopamine endorphin serotonin release of thinking you're going to be better you know so i'm like lie to me like don't give me antibiotics but tell me you're giving me antibiotics never give unless i'm dying don't give me antibiotics but but tell me that i'm going to feel better within two days so that's right don't mess with my gut for it exactly <laughs> absolutely but but make me think that i'm killing the bacteria infection that i'm taking the antiviral for yeah exactly <laughs> yes um yeah, no. So it's a uh, that is that is another real thing uh, as well. Um, so so Dave, I I like and Jeff. I'd love to hear if you do this or not too. But but one of the uh, initial drafts I got from uh, our friend Doctor Dave was throw away your multivitamin right now. And immediately I, I took a picture of my multivitamin and sent it to him. Um, he didn't tell me to throw it away. I tried to justify why I'm taking it. But, but uh, you know, and, and in the final draft, we didn't use quite as powerful language. But, but, you know, I think, you know, you just look at the multivitamin industry and it's billions of dollars. And, and you know, uh, while I might have walked you back from that original statement, I love those powerful stands. So, why would you, why would you, you know, and I, I won't, I won't make you say that again to encourage everybody to throw away their multivitamin, but, but why, what's wrong with multivitamins for a lot of people? If that's a pretty safe way to ask that question. Yeah. So there's, there's nothing wrong with multivitamins. Um, it's, it's not that there's anything wrong or, you know, for the most part, uh, nothing that's going to really harm you. It's just that, you're wasting your money with a multivitamin. I, uh, you know, and it's, and reason being, cause you know, we go and say, all right, we're, we're going to go back to uh, Matt's miracle mixture. Uh, we're back there. So Matt's miracle mixture is going to be the best thing on the market. I, uh, you know, as far as multivitamins go, and it's going to have, you know, this much vitamin D and this much vitamin C and this much, you know, I, of, the, of all the Bs, and, you know, and this percent. and that. Can I, can, I, can I just say that I'm at, after this conversation by about June 15th, Matt's going to have a new book titled <laughs> Matt's Magic. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's, this is going to be his new project. So we, we, we just planted that seed today. Well done, Dr. Dave. There we go. That can be our April Fool's recording. Uh, yeah. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> that, 
that turns real. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I'm not writing another book by this summer. So just put that out there. Well, well, April Fool's, man, you got 13 days. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, you know, yeah, the other thing too, but, Dave, I, I like to throw out with this too is that, you know, and I, I like to get this opinion because I, I you know, with, with the multivitamin issue about, you know, just to throw this into your answer here about, you know, kind of the magic that you get from nature of like, you look at things, I, Apple is often an example, is that, yeah, it has a lot of vitamins that you get in a multivitamin, but fiber and other things with the apple allows for that absorption in a way multivitamins didn't work. I, I love to just throw that into what you're thinking around multivitamins as well. Yes. So, uh, so again, uh, you know, why a natural food source is always best and most bioavailable, most absorbable is because of that. Exactly. Um, you know, um, you know, God, nature, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, uh, that, that you want to think of, I. Uh, made everything perfect, right? Uh, everything in nature fits together perfectly, including us um, and how we absorb things. So, uh, so as you were saying, um, you know, we, where we see a great source of whatever vitamin it may be, there also accompanies something that helps with the absorption of it mm. or something that complements it. Um, you know, so there's, there's always those pairings in nature, which again is why it's so important to get food sources uh, as opposed to a supplement source wherever possible. Um, and, you know, unfortunately with food quality these days, uh, that can uh, supplements yeah. become more and more and more necessary. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as they say, vote with your dollars, right? Always buy organic, always buy a small, uh, you know, that's, uh, those things help so much. Um, but with the multivitamin, um, what we have is they're, they're taking their best guess. Um, and we like to think it's the best educated guess of what most people are going to be deficient in yeah. or what is going to help most people in the best way. Um, so they toss all these things together and then they put it out there. So, you know, is it going to hurt me to take in more B vitamins, to take in more, you know, C, you know, uh, zinc, whatever they toss together in this multivitamin? Probably not. Um, you know, is there potential that, you know, whatever other fillers are in there, uh, whatever the, uh, the casing for the capsule is, you know, that that's probably not the best thing for me. Eh, that's a, probably not too. Um, and, what are the chances that that multivitamin is absorbable and doesn't wind up in my septic tank? Uh, you know, um, yeah. that's also a, uh, you know, talk to guys who pump septic tanks, talk to guys who, uh, you know, who um, own porta potty businesses. Uh, and they'll tell you, they find so much of that, uh, which is, which is pretty crazy too. Um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is that they don't know you well enough to prescribe you supplements, right? Mm -hmm. So if we go back to the drawing board with this and we say, all right, well, Matt's dealing with some inflammation. Okay. Well, let's get him some fish oils, you know? Okay. Matt's, uh, Matt's getting into a time of season where, uh, you know, where illness is a potential. Okay. Well, let's up his vitamin D. Let's look at it. Let's look at some vitamin C for this guy. Um, you know, to just toss it all in there randomly doesn't always make the most sense. So I like to pepper in things where they're needed as they're needed. And then um, there is now even, uh, this is uh, something within the last 
oh geez, six months a year. Um, this awesome company um, that does, uh, they'll test your poop for you. Uh, and, uh, and they now will make you a custom multivitamin, exactly what you need. Um, and I, and I actually, I was just becoming more and more familiar with this, uh, over the last several weeks. Uh, otherwise I would have loved to have included that, uh, with our, with the project that we were just working on. Mm-hmm. Um, cause how awesome is that? Now you have the ability now you know, we've come this far that we have the ability to actually test exactly what you need and then give that to you. Um, that's worth every penny. So, um, yeah, that's why I, I'm not a huge fan of multivitamins and yeah, I'm a much, much bigger fan of just giving you exactly what you need. So that that makes total sense. And I think that's a good transition. There's sort of three little letters that are core to what we do that we haven't mentioned uh, in the 30 minutes or so that we've been talking about supplements and that's HRV. Um, I think a good segue based on what you just talked about in terms of being very specific and diagnostic for, for individuals and what they need um, based on that analysis. But, you know, talk, talk about what you've seen with patients, um, Dr. Dave, and, and their use of supplements and how it's impacted their HRV. Maybe you guys can give personal stories uh, as well. When you've adopted supplements, when you've identified deficiencies, you know, how has that impacted the nervous system um, for yourself, your patients, who, you know, whoever? So um, I did a recording with one of my patients. Um, and if you guys uh, track back, I'm not sure exactly what uh, episode number that was, but, um, but I did a recording with one of my patients and her awesome results of testing supplements and, uh, and all of that. So, uh, so you guys, um, you know, you, those of you listening can absolutely uh, track back for that. Um, I, I don't know the title off the top of my head, but maybe it's something we could toss in the, uh, the notes for the show. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, in, in her case, you know, I'll, I'll use it uh, it's top of mind here. She was, um, she was testing her supplements to see how they affected her HRV. And she was doing an amazing job of this. Um, she would, she would isolate the supplements, uh, and, and, and watch her HRV change as she added supplements. And that's exactly, um, how you can go about this process. Um, and, uh, you can also do it with, uh, with heart rate as well. Um, and you can combine the two heart rate and heart rate variability, uh, where, where you can do the long-term looking at those long-term trends where you're seeing, is this affecting my HRV in a positive way? Um, you know, over the course of weeks, um, and you, then you can also do the short-term trends looking at, okay, I consumed this and you can also, uh, test foods this way too. Um, I consumed this, what's happening to my heart rate 30 minutes later, what's happening to my HRV 30 minutes later, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. So how is that affecting me? Are those trends going up, going down? Um, that's another way that you can also, uh, you know, dig into, is this a good thing for me to take? Yeah. And in part of our discussion, I shifted a few of sort of my things I take for healthy stress response. You know, I've changed my supplement routine because of what we talked about of, you know, usually you think about, and this maybe just growing up the way I did, you take your supplements in the morning, um, you know, with breakfast, uh, whatever it might be. And shifting a few tonight was part of some of the, the really increases, or I contribute that partly some of the big spikes that I've seen um, and increases over the last year in my 
my heart rate variability. So, so you know, I, I, I think I'm an example of that. I think there were a lot of variables in play, but that was one I could really say, hey, when I shifted some of those into the evening, um, you know, that, that my, my sleep quality was better and therefore my, my HRV uh, improved as well. So, yeah. You, you know, the other thing I thought was interesting in our, our conclusion to kind of kind of sum up what, what we found with this page one controversy and then what the journal articles say is that, that if you're running a deficit on nutrients, that is going to be negatively impacting your heart rate variability. So I found, and, and Dave, I know you were searching very little, very, very little, disappointingly, on how supplements improved heart rate variability. But, but I think the, the audience needs to know that if you're deficient, and as I wanted to have this as the second part of our conversation, because a multivitamin probably doesn't address this, like Dr. Dave was telling us, but if you're deficient in the B vitamins or vitamin D, uh, vitamin C, and, and some other ones as well, that's where we'll see a drop in heart rate variability. Whereas when we address that deficit, we don't necessarily start to outperform population norms. We get back into kind of that one standard deviation uh, place, which I, I found was interesting because I wanted to know the ones that I was taking specifically for things I thought would impact my heart rate variability would would be kind of shown to help and and there wasn't that science out there doesn't mean it won't be out there if you listen to this a year from now uh you know uh there may be new studies out there because they come out every day but it was really interesting how little there was um on it with the one exception which which i'm i've been a fan of this uh for years now of dha um that's the one uh fish oil though uh, for me, thankfully, there is a vegan version of it that everything I've seen is just as effective. Um, was the one peer-reviewed journal that we saw improve heart rate variability. Not the miracle pill by any extent, um, but something that, you know, I, and I've heard this back and forth, DHA, especially for a vegan, not going to get enough of it because I can't eat fatty fish. Um so that was the one thing we did see, um, which if you think about something that helped your brain function and your stress response function well, it does make sense. But I saw it was interesting. I thought we'd write almost a whole chapter on this, Dr. Dave, of this project that goes unnamed. Uh, and, but, you know, <laughs> it was a paragraph. It, it, was, it came down to us saying, okay, if you're deficient, address the deficiencies and, you know, you can run the end of one studies of what works for you. But overall, there's that there was basically an article out there on it. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it, it is disappointing when you look at the, the actual research and can find so little. Um, but, you know, uh, that's a, you know, again, an unfortunate thing that when it comes to uh, funding for research projects, they are quite expensive. And, uh, and you know, there's a there's a clear winner in uh in who has the money for funding so <laughs> uh, and it's not supplement companies <laughs> yeah so. well it's kind of fascinating right I, I thought I mean drug companies have a big motivation to fund studies that show their drugs work supplement right. co companies not not so much so almost don't need it too right yeah. e exactly so 
I, I just wonder, you know, one of the things I want to share this before we leave, because it did come out of this searching, because one of the supplements where I, I just feel angst at the world about was melatonin, you know, um, that I used for several years to help sleep. And every time you Googled it, no negative side effects. Like, and now all of a sudden, you know, hey, you're sticking a hormone in your body every day that you're not naturally producing, you know, and, and now you're seeing both on the side of it's not that effective for most people. And there can be those negative consequences. It seems like I might still use it if I travel more than two time zones away, because I do see some research to support to adjust to time zone changes um, that it can be effective, but that, that was, that was one I just like to share with the audience that, um, I took pretty much on a, a regular basis. I've, I've replaced that per our conversations though we didn't necessarily see it with heart rate variability, but other research you show me on magnesium. Um, so, so I flipped that out, uh, with, with something that, you know, you suggested Dave with, with our conversation, um, that, that I'm probably deficient in due to my eating. And, you know, I, I found really helps promote healthy sleep. Um, and also as a bonus helps me after a hard day of snowboarding to not feel as 47 year old ish as I am, uh, uh from after that day. So I just kind of wonder if you've had any of those moments. I know you've thought about this a lot more, um, over the years than I have. Well, I, you know, to address exactly what you were saying um, with, uh, with melatonin specifically, um, as a general rule of thumb um, around uh, supplements, I always go with if my body naturally produces this endogenously. So if, if I naturally make this and you begin supplementing with it, your body is extremely wise and it's going to say, hey, I'm getting this from somewhere else. Why am I wasting all this energy producing this? Um, and then that's where you can start to see, um, you know, an actual decrease in, uh, you know, in, in neuro natural production in some cases. Um, so that's, uh, you know, in those cases, always, always go with the doctor's guidance um, and never supplement something like that on your own. Just, uh, you know, just start taking melatonin because I can't sleep. And there are so many people out there who do exactly that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of those, you know, always consult your doctor and yeah, in the case of, um, you know, um, uh, jet lag, absolutely. Melatonin is very effective for, for things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but in a case of taking it, you know, for, for weeks on end for months, years on end, <laughs> that's, a, it's not doing you any favors. And I, I think I know we need to wrap up here, but I think those those words of check with your medical provider. Exactly, um, that's the way to wrap up. Really resonate, <laughs> and, and I'm not sure if Avoid. my medical provider knew more about melatonin because I, I researched it really well, and there wasn't negative side of there was no side effects for a long time, but we just didn't know. And you know, I don't know if my medical provider would have alerted me to that, but to just to hear what you said probably would have got me thinking that I probably shouldn't be taking this, uh, with this. So I think that's, those are, those are, I think my end results of this is talk, talk to somebody who knows you and, uh, whose job is to know this stuff, uh, 
you know, more, more than uh, at least a therapist does. I'll, I'll throw that out there. So. <laughs> Can't wrap it up any better than that. Uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate the time today, gents. Definitely learned a lot. I'm sure a lot of the folks that are listening in will as well. Um, looking forward to seeing you both at uh, the AAPB show next week. For yeah. those listening that might uh, might be attending, we'll be there in the exhibition hall. Please come say hello, introduce yourself. We always love meeting uh, listeners of the podcast, and I'm sure we'll get a podcast or two in while we're there. So uh, looking forward to, to that. And uh, as always, appreciate everybody's uh, interest and in spending their time with us today. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you.